The only way to stay ahead in this revolutionary card game is to listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games, and this time a card game, from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 130. There you can find links to subscribe to the podcast and vote on the movies, since we generally do movies, movies we cover. You can also There's also a link to our Patreon campaign if you'd like to be become one of our awesome patrons helping fund the show alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Diego Avila, The Phil and Film Podcast, Pierre Guzman, and a secret patron as well. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you because... I mean, Paul's here in the same room yeah. for an actual podcast. It's like the first time ever. Yeah, no half-second delay here. I know. It's amazing. And you guys helped make that possible. So thank you so much for supporting the show financially. And it's it, it really makes a difference. So with that, uh, my name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and here is your Francisco's flash announcement. It is that time again. Uh, Christmas time. No, that oh. we is that time again that one of our patrons at the five dollar or more level will get to personally pick the next movie we cover for the podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So at this time, of the four patrons that are at that level, only two are in the running. Uh, then next year we will reset it and all four of you or more if we have more $5 patrons uh, will be able to uh, vote. So right now we need a coin, which I am. So I, I know there's a coin over there. Get Whoa. the Foley artist on there. Here one right on the way. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Okay, so is between uh, patron Deb Powers and patron... Uh, Patrick Hicks, Patch Hicks. So if we, if I roll a heads, it'll be Deb, and tails will be Patch. So let's see which patron gets to personally pick the next movie we'll cover on the podcast. And it's heads. So Deb, you will, we will contact you to. You probably already have contacted you at this point to pick the next movie we're going to cover on episode one hundred thirty-one. Wow. <clears throat> wow, indeed. With that, that was your Francisco's boop, 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 flash announcement. Now I'd like to introduce, as always, my good friend, co-host, uh-huh. first mate That's of right. this Retro Rewind podcast ship, Paul the Master Interrupter Powers. <sighs> Thanks, it's Francisco. So amazing. Why am I breathing like this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey. So here is your trivial question. Grain nobles in this game, guillotine, uh, are typically martyrs that have public sympathy, mm. and they are worth negative points so that players go- so the player's goal is to avoid collecting them mm. if possible. Mm-hmm. Paul, do you have a favorite martyr from the movies, real or fictional? Jesus? <laughs> Would he really be considered a martyr? Well, he died. Not really for, for- a cause. He oh, died- if he didn't die for a cause, then what did he die for? <laughs> All of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess that's kind of a cause. Oh, what do you mean? It's the cause. I'm thinking of like a political cause, but oh, okay. P- political, no. All right. It's all about religious causes. So, Jesus. Okay. The pet answer. Yeah. You know, listen to listen the to your teacher children. in Sunday school. The God, answer is Jesus. The Bible. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Paul, what was your prediction for guillotine? Classic. Classic. Okay, very good. Now, joining us for the first time on the podcast, he is a physician's assistant by trade. He's a husband, father of two, and lover of board games. Welcome aboard, my friend, David Counts. Hi, David. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so glad That's you're quite here. Quite the introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, 
David, I have a few more questions for you since this is your first time. Okay. So our listeners can get to know you a bit. Uh, first, what is your favorite movie genre? As, and this is, I'm going to out you, especially since you don't see a lot of movies. This might be tough. <laughs> but uh, what would true. you say if you had to pick one? Uh, if I had to pick one, I would say an action or thriller. And I'm thinking Jason Bourne's. Thing. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a good pick. You're allowed to stay. Uh, yes, you are allowed to stay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and now, what is your favorite type of card game? Since this is our first time doing a board card game. By the way, a quick side note. You will hear some shuffling on the table as we move cards around. Hopefully not that, Paul, whatever you just did. But thing, but there will be some extra uh, ambient noises. We apologize. We don't, unfortunately have a setup to minimize that. But hopefully you'll be able to enjoy nonetheless. Become a patron and we might be able to fix that. Indeed, yes, for next time. Yes. Uh, but back to David, since we are introducing you. What is your favorite uh, card or board game? Favorite type. Favorite type, type of yes. cardboard game. Okay, so um, I guess the deck building. Mm-hmm. Oh, is like one Dominion? Of, or yeah, Domin- the one I have in mind, I think this would fall into that category, is uh, Machi Koro. Oh, have you played I, that? No, I haven't played it that. Sounds Japanese. It, it is. Okay. So that's. Um, I was going to say Spanish, but. <laughs> <laughs> I got that I'm thinking for, like Machu Picchu, for my wife for Christmas, uh, I think a year ago. Okay. And. Um, by the way, and, I know Machu Picchu is not in Spain. I know that's in <laughs> South America. I'm just thinking Latin, Latin Spanish sound. Well, Latin is Italian, so let's not get in this rat hole. Back to David. <laughs> I keep wanting to interrupt like you Latin your introduction, country. apparently. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, so Machu Coro is one that's, um, that we've enjoyed playing Very recently. Very cool. Okay, awesome. Um, I, I would love to actually play that now. That sounds very fascinating. Uh, David, you didn't, this is your first time actually playing guillotine. So it is. You, um, given, you said you read something about a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Given that, do you recall like, what sense you got for this? Like, did it look like, seem like a game you would l- maybe like or not so much? Um, I was, so my, my initial impression is mm-hmm. maybe I would be slightly on the positive. Okay. Side. Oh, okay. Not too far beyond neutral, though, is my yeah. initial impression. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah. since I forgot my prediction, yeah. I'm going to just track back a little bit and say I predicted this would be a classic game. Hmm. Hmm. But who knows? Uh, we did play a test game uh, right before this to sort of get, get the. Get, the, get in the flow of how this is going to go because we are going to play an actual game while we are doing the podcast. We have the first day of Guillotine set. We'll, we'll, we'll explain a breakdown of the rules here in a second. Um, but again, thank you so much, David, for being on the show. Absolutely. Glad um, to be here. Yeah, we're glad you're here too. Now, Paul, uh, will you please give us a course for this episode? Sure, Alice. Let's have a a round table discussion on a square table about the <laughs> game it's guillotine. Not a square, it's a rectangle. A square is a rectangle. All squares are rectangles, not all rectangles. Just so, squares. Alice, let's uh, <laughs> talk about what we liked about this uh, card game guillotine, including what we liked most and also what we didn't like and what we didn't like most. And then we'll come back for a final rating. Sounds good. Wait, uh, feedback and announcements, maybe? Uh, yeah, there will be a little bit of feedback oh, and announcements. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Off with your head for not knowing that. <laughs> alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. It's a dire time for France. Years of failed crops, unmanageable debt, and a monarchy deaf to the cries of the French people have left France's sons and daughters with only one choice. Guillotine! Hey, game on. Fed up with the bourgeois French monarchy taking all the food for themselves? Do you have any bread? <laughs> Let them eat cake. Are you tired of being taxed out of house and home? Give me those francs, garçon. But they're just putting pretend coins. Hand it over or lose your head! Don't let your bones get riled anymore because you can now join a bone apart to kick out the French fat cats. Get your copy of Guillotine, the card game where you earn points by making King Louis' court lose their heads. Pick up your copy today from Wizards of the Coast. Off with your head, wee wee. This boy pots on separately. 
What? I don't get a piss boy pr- uh, little thing with my purchase of guillotine. I'm so upset by that. I need that pot. I'm not going to tell you for what. <laughs> there you go. Not that kind of pot. <laughs> um, so, but uh, I don't really remember that being a part of guillotine. And But let's talk about, about what me and Paul remembered in our memory mind melt synopsis for guillotine, the card game. So first off, Regarding the story, it's the French Revolution. We play as a leader of a French revolutionary is trying to kill the highest-valued members of the French court, and the objective is to collect the most heads of the nobles. In terms of gameplay, we remember a line of nobles, nobles cards is put in front of the guillotine, and when it's your turn, you collect the head closest to it and earn that many points. The higher ranking the nobles are, the more the heads are worth. The player with the heads that are worth the most after three days or rounds of decapitations wins. In terms of multiplayer, I don't think this game works as a single player. So using the cards in your hand uh, to rearrange the line of nobles to put low value heads at the front of the line for the other players is the way to go. I think I can't think of anything that was incepted about that. That all seemed right. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, then... <laughs> Ha-ha, we win. We win. No inception. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, so the memories weren't incepted. Uh, and let's see if we can... We're going to now give a brief technical perspective on how this... Who are, like, background on this game. And then I'm going to give a brief rules breakdown for the game. Okay, so Guillotine is a card game created by Wizards of the... Sorry, Wizards of the Coast and designed by Paul Peterson. The game is set during the French Revolution and was released on Bastille Day in 1998. That's like French National Day, essentially. Oh, okay. I I maybe it's a food celebration or something. No, that's a joke. Sorry. Where people eat Bastilles. Sure. Along with French fries and Bass French steelhead. See, they Bastilles. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, don't lose your head over it, though. Oh. The goal is to collect the heads of nobles accumulating points. So, Yeah, so... Oh. It, also, we don't have a budget for this uh, game, but uh, Guillotine did win the 1998 Origins Award for Best Traditional Card Game. Wow, that's amazing. Very good. Good job, Guillotine. Yeah. I didn't know there was such a thing. No, I, I have heard of Origins based oh, on some of the other podcasts on board games oh, I listen okay. to, uh, but um, I've never been there. And Gen Con is much more, I think, popular. But regardless... Uh, here's a bit about how to play guillotine. So each player, uh, two to five players, gets a hand of five action cards, and they use these cards to collect uh, to move the line of nobles in front of this guillotine little uh, cardboard uh, dealio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's this line of nobles. Each noble has a different point value, ranging from like negative three all the way up to five. Plus and five. Plus five. And you want to, you you will get the whatever noble is at the front of the line. So if that's a negative, you want to use your action cards to move that noble back or maybe move another noble forward. And there's lots of modifiers like um, there's green cards, red cards, purple cards, blue cards, and you can get things that give you added points for certain card types. Um, and essentially, you for there's 12, like I said, 12 nobles in the line. When you've collected all the heads, the day is over, and there are three days, each with 12 nobles in the line. You can add, your action cards can add more nobles or prematurely end the game or the day. Uh, but who, when, uh, when the third day is done, whoever has the most points in their basket of heads, which is such a gross thing to think about, uh, <laughs> wins the game and gets to go home and. I don't know, put those heads in jars and put them on their mantle, I guess. Ew. Yeah, pretty much ew. <laughs> Shrink them? Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, well, I guess you could do that. Yeah, sell uh, them at a gift shop bazaar. Wow. <laughs> but that's that's a bit about how you play guillotine. Now we are actually going to start playing the game. Uh, let's see. I think, uh, David, we said you'd go first. Okay. And how we're going to do this is after you've uh, played your turn, you're going to tell us, uh, since we're in the like section now, you're going to tell us something you liked about the game. So I am laying down an action card called Stumble. It says move a noble forward exactly one place in line. Oh, oh nice. So I'm moving the Very fast nice. noble worth two points to the front of the line 
And that card lets me take the second, the one behind it. So I'm also taking the Baron, which is worth three points. Oh, so five, five points, points total on the way. first head. Nice. That's really good. So what's something you like about this game, David, other than you pulling out ahead really quickly in points? Yeah. the um, I like that it's it's easy to learn. So this is only my Absolutely. second time through it, but I feel like I know what I'm doing. Oh, totally. Oh, that's totally. good. Um, something I like about, the, well, not really something about I like, but I'm going to be playing the Fountain of Blood card, <laughs> which uh, th- what this action does is put this card in front of you, and it is worth two points. So it oh. just sort of stays in front of me, and nice. I get points from it. And now at the head of the line, I'm collecting the Countess, who she's a purple card worth two points, and the Countess is worth two points if you also is worth an additional two points if you also have the Count in your score pile. Nice. So I'm going to be looking out for the Count in the coming uh, coming rounds. Uh, but something specifically about the game as a whole that I like is I really dig this art style. I mean, it's it's very much an illustration style, uh, kind of comic booky. Um, but I, I like it. It's 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 kind of it's weird. I think maybe you read this in the description, Paul. But for this for this type of game, that um, it's very light. It's light hard for this subject matter. That's right. what it was. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate. It. Did any of you guys like uh, the art of the game? I love the artwork. I think it's very fun. It's kind of cartoony. It mm-hmm. it but it it is a fun style to it. Um, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So where are you going to be doing now, Paul? Um, since Francisco left Louis, King Louis at oh the front Oh, my gosh. There, <laughs> yeah, we kind of set him up there. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, not play any action card and just take, take my, Louis. the head of King Louis. That's fine. Which is worth five points. You do add that. Add him to my pile and pick up my action card. Okay. And what do you like? So what do you like specifically, Paul? Um I like the concept of the French Revolution as a card game. Really? Now, this is I know this sounds maybe a little maybe a little um macabre and like very uh I, I, and I'm not one for blood and gore and Well, I got found blood right for you. Right. But the blood. it takes I'm I'm surprised they can make a card and I think it's a very well structured game, mm-hmm. but based on the idea of of this collecting heads, I think it's very creative the oh, way totally. it's structured like that. Yeah, and it's and, and I you know what something that I didn't notice was in all these portraits of the nobles, for the most part, the piss boys maybe uh, an uh, an exception an exception. You're only seeing their heads for the most part, so right. it's like you're collecting their heads. It's not a full body portrait <laughs> yeah, or anything. Or uh, it's and it's not barely a bust for most of them. It's pretty much just the head. So that's that's a cool. I never really thought to connect. Oh, you're collecting heads, and that's pretty much all you see, even though it's not gory. Yeah, what you're seeing. yeah. You're I seeing never noticed alive. that before. I think, yeah. but yeah. Some of the heads look surprisingly happy for <laughs> yes, just for being very close oh, to being good. chopped off. Well, I'm about don't... to die. It's <laughs> all good. I have a cigarette. Yeah. I, okay, we are going to be playing up. French stereotypes from a United States point of view. <laughs> For all our French listeners, we do have some listeners in France. In France, we, we love you. I bet you're awesome people. Uh, but this is this no is, way to make this. Is, we're we, not making fun of you. Yeah, we're trying to just play into the comedy. We're trying to have fun tropes. with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> By all means, make fun of us, United States. Uh, Stupid American. Stu- yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Where are you going to do, David? Um, well, I'm debating here, but I think I'm just going to... I'm not going to play an action card. I'm just going to take the Rival Executioner, which oh, gives okay. me one point, but also lets me take the top oh, noble, noble card, card Ooh, I like off the, gamble. the deck. So I've got a gamble here, which gives me an extra one point for a lady-in-waiting. And I apparently get to get an additional action card. Oh, nice. So two action cards. Very good. I didn't play one, so I, I think I just get one action card. It says, draw an additional action card at the end of your turn after you collect this. You collected that noble at the end of your turn, so get another action you, card. You get two. You'll two? get two. Yeah, yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he's got seven points already. Watch you out. only have two, Francisco. What's going on? So tell us something else you liked. 
Uh, well, none of them have come up yet in the game, but I so I like that there's some attack cards. At least that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that is like the yes. negative, the negative points. Mm-hmm. But there's not. There doesn't seem to be a ton of them, but just yeah. enough to make it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's funny you talk about attack cards because I'm about to play the rush job card, which is choose a player. That player cannot play an action card on his or her next turn, <laughs> Paul. Right. So Paul will not be able to play an action, and he will be stuck pretty much taking the sheriff. Meanwhile, I am taking a palace guard, which each palace guard is worth a number of points equal to the number of palace guards in your score pile. So for right now, it's only worth one. But if I were to collect all four palace guards, each would be worth four for a grand total of 16 points. Wow. Yeah. So, so, but um, now as Paul just has to settle for the sheriff card, I'm going to share something else I like. And it's actually... I mean, it sort of goes off what you're saying, uh, Dave, but I I like the variety of the cards. There's so many different actions you can take. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. there are some repeats, but it's, I, I mean, I, I'm always, it's not like I get my hand and I know immediately what I'm going to do. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, what does that one do again? And not in a way that ma- makes the game slog or anything, but it's like, oh, yeah, there, oh, that's, this is a combo given what's out there. Oh, and this is a new technique that I could do. So I really like all the yeah the variety of cards in this in this game. In fact, that's my classic maker. Really? Yeah. Okay. Going on, it's well, just, why you do your action? Then tell us why that's your classic maker. What action? I was I was forced not to be able to do oh, an action. Oh, it's his turn. <laughs> too bad. So sad for you. That's right. Because I rushed you. Yeah. Now, so hold on. Do you still get to collect your martyr here? No, I had to collect the, the sheriff. sheriff. Oh, the sheriff. Okay. So that's in the discard. Okay, so you're so, trying to leave me with the show. So it's Martin. gonna be David here in a yeah. second. But yeah, so it's your classic maker of the variety. Yes, I love that. I think they're, they're very creative with all the action cards. Not mm-hmm. only the nobles in line, but also with the action cards mm-hmm. that makes the game interesting and it, it keeps it changing. I think the game is simple enough, but because of the action cards, the wide <laughs> variety that you were talking about, yeah. it keeps it interesting to a point that even on the third day it's still anybody's game almost Mm -hmm. so unless you have people ganging up on you yeah which can happen (laughs) it can as happened in our (laughs) opening game uh but that's okay i don't hold grudges (laughs) (laughs) look at paul go ahead david what's where are you doing now all right i'm playing are you gonna take that martyr minus one no i'm moving the bad nun forward three spaces so i can take her for three points three points nice a blue card and i'll take my action card very nice uh let's see david uh what so so paul shared his classic maker what's your classic maker for this game so the same thing the variety yeah nice so just that every i think this this could i could easily see how this could be a game that would be different every single time you play it so um which i like because there's some games that are fun to play but you play them enough times that you start to see trends or the same thing starts to happen over and over, but there's enough variety in here mm-hmm. that I think it would be different basically every single time you shuffle the deck. Yeah, totally. And um, I'm going to speak more to that in a second, but first I want to play my Fled to England card. And isn't it nice? The Martyr didn't end up having to be a Martyr because she fled to England because this this card says discard any noble in line. Oh, <laughs> so. Nice. I, I don't know what you what would you call a martyr that was not martyred, an almost martyr, <laughs> an unmartyr, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyways, so what I like I was saying before, the martyr fled to England, was my classic maker is the replayability of oh. this game, and but I I now I just mentioned the variety of cards, the variety of cards. But I think the replayability is almost like a combination of that and being able to play with new people. And because, David, I think you were saying that this is seems really easy to learn, that you can play it with probably a wide variety of people. And they're always going to do different things that will challenge you. And so I suppose if you play this with just the same two people, one or two people every time, that could reduce its replayability. But, I, I mean, I don't – this isn't – this isn't the type of game that you would do that, I would think, necessarily. So I, I my my classic maker, the thing I like the most about Guillotine is its replayability. All right. Yeah, it is all right. And we have three cards left on this first day. Whose turn is it? 
I think it's, I yeah, fled to England. Oh, the martyr got discarded, and so I ended up taking, which I forgot to do, the royal cartographer, which is uh, one point. What are you going to do now, Paul? Since play passes to my left, we're going clockwise. As much as I like the the piss boy in this game, <laughs> I'm going to move him backwards one space. Uh huh. And um, what was the card you used to do that? Uh, this is a uh, friend of the queen. Move a noble backwards up to two places in line. Oh, okay. I'm only going to move him back one space. Sure. So that I can collect the landlord, which is worth two points, instead of the piss boy, who's only worth one point. So I know you're trying to collect green cards. I wonder if that's by purpose. That or is purely by uh, accident. Irish accident. <laughs> or you'd like us to think so. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have any other likes, Paul? Yeah, I did like the variety of points. Not only that uh, there the are variety of points, variety of points that you can collect for each of the noble. Oh, okay. So each card ranges from, like we said, plus five to negative three. There mm -hmm. are cards that have negative one, negative two, negative three. And um, my head was just pushed further into the guillotine. That's why you can hear me better <laughs> now. <laughs> but soon we won't hear you at all. Well, we'll see how this day ends. <laughs> For me, <laughs> no, but the, the fact that you there is a possibility of collecting negative yeah. and that it really can drastically change the game, mm -hmm. so it, it adds another level of complexity. But it's not too uh, complicated, but it is enough to make it more interesting. Yeah, I think you even yeah. figured out. Oh, go ahead, David. Well, and it, it's interesting that sometimes that can just be from bad luck that you draw the negative card, but mm -hmm. you can also the people you're playing with can kind of set you up so you're forced to take a negative card. Yeah, yeah. they can use those uh, attack cards. I forget mm -hmm. who of you said that. But yeah, to force a, a negative on another person. And that's kind of what happened in our the game we played before this. You guys ganging up on me and gave me so many gray, uh, gray negative cards that I guess if I hadn't had those, I would have tied with you, Paul, to, for the win. I don't remember, honestly. Okay. I would have won by a wide margin. Yeah. yeah. That's how you remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'll, I'll tell the kids, the grandkids. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, David, your turn. All right, so there's one card left on the table, so I'm not going to play an action card. I am now the proud owner of the Piss Boy for Ooh. one point. Do you get the Piss Boy pot too? And I do, oh, the big golden separately. pot that he's carrying. <laughs> oh, sorry, sold separately, but he's carrying something there. <laughs> I can't see what's inside, but I don't want to. No, it's transparent. It's a transparent pot. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's really full. <laughs> okay, so, so that completes the first day. Now we're going to deal out 12 more cards. So we have another palace guard. Oh, and it's my turn. Oh, yeah. You already have one another palace guard. Another palace guard. Wow. Uh, so we have the heretic. We have the... How about you read these off? The unpopular judge. Unpopular judge. The master spy. Hero of the people. Worth negative three points. Mm -hmm. Councilman. The tragic figure with a giant wart on his nose. Marie Antoinette. Who's worth five points herself. Whoa, There's only yes. three cards that are worth five points. Marie Antoinette. The lieutenant. Oh, all the palace guards Another are Another palace guard. Wow. And running out. And captain of the guard. All righty. So uh, it's a pretty easy, pretty easy call for me. Unless you have an action card that allows you to take the first two nobles in line. You give me hints now, Paul? I'm just letting the audience know. Well, that's good. Thank you for letting the audience know. that. I guess that is really helpful, so thank you. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that I'm going to put in front of my hand. Even though it's not doing me much good right now, I hope that it will in the future. I'm going to be playing the Civic Support card, which play this card in front of you. It is worth plus one point for each green noble in your score pile. I don't have any green nobles now, but it doesn't mean I can't get them. There are some out on the table now. Uh, but I'm going to get the another palace guard. So now I have two palace guards. They are each worth two. And, oh, what did, what did you do just now, Paul? 
move the master spy to the end of the line because the, the description for the master spy says after each action card is played, move this card to the end of the line. Okay, so the master spy moved to that. All right, thank you for telling us what's going on on the noble uh, in the noble line, Paul. Uh, I do want to say though, it's interesting. I got the civic support card because uh, similar to that, we usually go out to uh, social media and say. Hey guys, can you tell us what you remember about these uh, movies, video games, or in this case, a card game, and give us your civic support? And so, Paul, what's some of the feedback we got for this for Guillotine? Well, my lovely wife Valerie commented saying that I love this game. I introduced it to Paul. Oh, really? Oh, cool. And I guess we'll find out later if that that was a good thing or a bad thing when we do our final rating. But. Indeed. <laughs> Cool. Thank you, Paul. Uh, let's go ahead and why don't you go and tell us what you're doing next. I'm putting down my action. So if you're going to do something against me, this would be the time to do it. Not that you have to do that. I'm just saying. Was that a threat? <laughs> no. it, it sounded like a threat. No. <laughs> it's an opportunity, if anything. Because I will destroy you <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> wow. Why are you centering me? Okay. I'm putting down an action card that says move any noble in the line to the front of the line oh no so marie antoinette is the five pointer pointer is now at the front of the line so i will then collect her Uh head and put her next to oh king louis wow that make a nice pair that might be an action card that you could actually use to get the master spy perhaps do you think that would work uh, We've talked about this, and mm-hmm. I think it's open for debate. Because yeah. as soon as you play the card, which moves him, after that, he moves back before you collect the heads. Mm-hmm. Because you collect the head after the, all the action cards have been played. Mm-hmm. And he moves back after the action card. So I would argue that I, that yeah, would not be a way to collect his head. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. But Interesting I can less. see why some per- people would think yeah, that it is. You could have a fight there. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm about to have a fight over Paul stealing both Louis and Marie Antoinette. <laughs> I, I just ca- need you know the what? cardinal. In fact, I really dislike that because that puts me way behind in points. And you know what? Since I'm feeling kind of ornery about that, why don't we talk about the things we didn't like about this game? Uh, Paul, since you just went, why don't you give us one of yours? Uh, something that I, I don't like... Well, let me start off by something that I do like is that not only are there action cards, but... Th- some of the noble heads have actions with those that enable other things to keep the game moving and interesting. Mm. Something that I don't like is I think there's slightly a little bit, not according to today's, but I think there's more cards that don't have actions with it. And I think it would make more, it would be more interesting if more cards had actions with it. Mm-hmm. Like both Marie Antoinette and King Louis. In fact, all my cards, all the heads that I've collected don't have actions with them. Yeah. So I think uh, something that I don't like is that I wish that more of the heads had a, had a mm-hmm. what is that? A, a, um, a consequence. Yeah, kind yeah of, exactly. Yeah. yeah, of collecting a head. So that there was some even more variability. Right. Yeah. I'm going to, I have something related to that that I'll mention later, but David, what are you doing now? Uh, I'm going to play an action card called Confusion in Line. It says, choose a player. I'm choosing Paul. Good. I can see where this As is going. Should. Randomly rearrange the line just before that player collects his or her next noble. Oh. So this is another so one. You're going to skip me for now, but next when player, when it's Paul's turn, you're going to rearrange the line. Right. But right. I'm still going to take my pal's guard. Oh, oh, darn it. Good job. That's fine. I got two of them. Okay. So it doesn't one. matter what action card I play as far as moving. Basically. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Please okay. play one, though. Your best one. Okay. <laughs> I will. Try to, at least. So, David, what's something? Oh, you- I've got to draw my oh, action yeah. card. And then what's something you didn't like about this game? Okay, so this is kind of petty, but I don't really like the cardboard guillotine. <laughs> good call. Good call. <laughs> I mean, it, it serves a place as a marker for the head of the line, but... Um, when there's when there's kind of when there's cheap parts like that to a game, 
it gives me it's all it's purely psychological but yeah. it kind of brings the game down just a little bit in my mm, mind yeah. you know like i i think of like even your remote control the manufacturer is going to put weights in there something to make it feel like it's a quality product yeah, that's mm-hmm. true and so i think of the same i mean with a card game it doesn't really make that big of a difference but if you're going to put something in like in a game like that yeah yeah I'll make it a little nicer than I'd something printed agree. on cardboard yeah so. totally uh I, you know what? In fact, I'd say they just missed it. Yeah, my card is missed, which is choose a player. That player must place the last noble he or she collected at the end of the line. That's what I thought the card you were going to play. Mm. But okay. So go ahead, Brett. Marie Antoinette somehow came back to, to life. life. Well, she, you missed her. You thought you got her. She, you just nicked her neck. Oh, I collected her head somehow. <laughs> that guillotine. It was so dull. It All broke right. her neck. So she's quadriplegic now. Wow, this is going dark. <laughs> But hey, <laughs> she's alive. It's a lighthearted game. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Um, so then the Master Spy that. moves back? Yeah. And you know what? One of my dislikes is the same thing, David. I really feel like this uh, cardboard guillotine is just so flimsy. And I, I would love it. I, it's I light. Think Weight doesn't it bring is the lightweight. It, it is a nice demarcation for which which side the no, you're taking the nobles from. But to have something that was like weighty or even or wooden or something that like looked like it you could, could really hurt yourself on, <laughs> yeah. you chop carrots with, yeah, you nip the tip. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I just feel like that would up the quality of this game just exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to have something like that. It Exponentially, is, really? It is kind of, you know, it doesn't make any difference to the game, but for some reason it it's still just in my head, it makes it I mean, you have, one step down. Exactly. You have like these really quality cards. I mean, I, I'm not an expert in card stock or anything, but these feel like good playing cards. The art's really nice. It fits the style and the tone they're going for. But then it's like, oh, afterthought, uh, let's put something. <laughs> like put a guillotine in the box. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, well, let's <laughs> print something on some cardboard. I guess make it good. I did see one online when I looked up looked the game up and there was a picture of one that looked like an actual guillotine like a miniature version of an actual nice. guillotine maybe a I don't know yeah a maybe. small rodent guillotine yeah 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 maybe the second printing came with a better version <laughs> that could be <laughs> yeah or, or even if actually you know even even if words cardboard this art it's just like so plain it's, it's not I mean it's it's, uh, it's I tell one us, color print which saves a lot of money they just printed all this though I know all right. I'm waving at the cards, the, which are full-color CMYK prints or screen prints or something. I'm not a printer. I don't know my all my terminology so well. I just click the icon and it shoots <laughs> out. <laughs> but uh, I think we're to Paul now. So yeah. thankfully the guillotine, which apparently none of us like, doesn't affect the gameplay. That's true. It doesn't. It's still, it's still fun to play so far. I'm curious, uh, David, since we're talking about sort of quality of components and things, are there anything about these cards you don't like? Anything about the cards? That yeah, since, like? since they actually affect mm. the game. Uh, yeah, is there anything, maybe any particular card that you think the art doesn't fit or anything about that they could that you feel like could have improved on um, or even just the quality of the cards or anything? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, nothing that's jumped out at me okay. so far. I mean, they seem, they're not like, they're not the highest quality cards in the world, but they've mm-hmm. lasted, you've had this for over 10 years. So yeah, they, is that right, Paul? 10 years you've had And they've oh, held yeah. up really well mm-hmm. in that amount of time. So, I mean, I think they're, I think the quality is fine. And, but, okay. Yeah. I was just going to say the, the backing of the noble cards and the backing of the action cards, the, it's weird that the action cards are landscape. Like, the, it, like, uh, what am I trying to say? It's one picture. Whereas on guillotine, they have guillotine top and bottom, almost like a standard playing on card. On the nobles cards. On the nobles cards. Like a standard playing card where you have like the number uh, on, it, whether it's up or down, you can still read what the number is. Here you can still read what the title is on the nobles cards. But on the, the action cards, yeah, it's it's one way essentially you have. It's it's an odd choice. I feel like they it's, should have. I think it's to differentiate um, when you're shuffling the cards, like which cards belong in which pile? But you could which have had, was helpful. At the yeah. Beginning of well, the that's evening. true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, sorting them out. You could have still had 
the action cards, which have a white background, have a white background, have that art of the purple nobles in the middle and just had guillotine top and bottom. And it, I think it would look plenty different enough from the nobles, which have a brown tan back. All right. I'm putting this <laughs> card that says, uh, put this card in front of you. It's callous guards. Put this card in front of you. Action cards. Callous? Like they don't care callous? Yes. Oh, okay. Or you can't persuade them. Oh, okay. Someone prevented me from playing an action card earlier, so this is retaliation. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it say? It says, put this card in front of you. Action cards that alter the line may not be played. This includes adding or discarding nobles. Hold you may on. discard this card at any time. How, hold on. Now, Ooh. does your range arrangement, which we didn't do, go into effect before that? Yes. I don't know. It just says, mine says... Uh, randomly rearrange the line just before that player collects his or her next noble. Oh, oh so that, this counteracts that. I think that yeah, does counteract I think you it. you canceled mine out. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I guess I just discard this. I can't use it yeah, now, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Lame. I well mean, played. Good for you, Paul. But I will collect the hair tick. The hair, so the hair tick, that's a blue card for two, two points. points. In fact, I will keep this here to remind people they cannot alter the line until I remove that or that line, that card is removed by someone else. Oh, okay, got mm. it. Wait, so how long does it stay there until, for the rest of the game? Until I remove it. Until you say so. Until the end of the day. Okay. All right. Um, or I say. So, action card for me. Your turn. I'm up. Now, the unpopular judge is at the beginning. Can you please... I can't read what it says. Yeah, so it says no player may play an action card while the unpopular judge is at the front of the line. Okay, so I have to it. just take the unpopular judge at the front of the line with two points because he says I can't play an action card. Lame. But you can pick up one. I think he's pretty unpopular. Can I draw an action card even though yeah, I didn't yeah. play one? Ax yeah. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Cool. Francisco, your so, turn. Well, I was going to ask, David, uh, do you want to share your tragic maker for the game now? So it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I'm, several of the action cards say that you can add nobles to the end of the line mm -hmm. or add nobles to mm -hmm. the day. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know why, but just... Um, I don't know. I don't see the point in necessarily extending the day. <laughs> the torture. I think Twelve cards <laughs> oh, seems like plenty. Oh, see, it's for me. I feel like if it's um, if I'm behind, I want to extend the day. So give I have yourself more chances chance to or get something. more points. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's a control issue. I want to know <laughs> when the round's going to end and we're done with it. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't necessarily think that's a big enough thing to be the overarching negative or the tragic maker mm -hmm. for the game, but not something I'm crazy about. So wait, so is that your tragic maker or is that is just yeah, something else? Okay, <laughs> it okay. is. It, it's not I don't worth think it's a good one, but, maker, but it is. <laughs> but a that's what I'm calling maker. it. All right, that's fair. <laughs> well, uh, you know, for me, uh, I'm going to let's see. I'm going to play now. The idiot move a noble forward up to two you places. Can't. Oh, you rearrange the line. Oh, dance. I'm not okay. My Paul just reminded me about the callous guards. <sighs> Lame. I don't like that, Paul. Well, in that case, I'm gonna do this to you. Uh, so uh, somehow, Paul, you're missing heads, which Again? means <laughs> choose a player. That player loses a random noble from his or her score pile. <laughs> Let it, it be Louis. By the end, let it be Louis. Let it be Louis. Louis, Louis. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. And Paul's score has plummeted. He's left with, what, two points? I lost 10 points. Yeah. I'm well, you could still get five points back. Ooh, possibly. score just got cut in half. Yeah. Uh, something, though, I want to say that I don't like about this game is, and this sort of plays, this kind of is coupled with my classic maker, and it's the no expansions, that there's no expansions or like I, I see there being like different revolution, yeah, different revolutions that you do. Um, I don't know if they would fit that with this sick game or because then it's like, oh, let's do the American Civil War where you lynch all the slaves. I didn't say Civil War, I said revolutions. Uh, yeah, so well, the American Revolution where you tar and feather people. Uh, 
<laughs> See, that's better. It's not yeah, the same. It's much better. Hmm. Though there I'm aren't really nobles that in idea, point by. It's bad enough the French did this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not oh, saying they my. didn't have good reason. I'm not saying they did. I'm yeah. just saying that that just sounds sick, like gross. Not like Fine. sick, awesome, but like that's <laughs> so sick, awesome, man. Well, that was, I mean, but I think it would then something to ex- expand this this version. Then. I think it's complicated enough. Well, you were saying like, or was it you, David, saying that there? You wish there are more. Yes, uh, that was me. Rules on yes. the cards. Well, there could be more types of cards that have rules on them. Okay. More noble cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the things that, as someone who's been playing for years, it does get a little repetitive, and you kind of can see patterns okay. mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, not not as quickly as maybe some other games, but sure. after a while, you, you do. Okay. Which, yeah. Why there are so maybe like a new another round of nobles that you could like sure. a different set of nobles you could put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. You, then you could vary the point value. Mm-hmm. You could vary mm-hmm. the action. Mm-hmm. Have the one fifty point noble that's just for Francisco. Like only Francisco can draw this card. It's it's <laughs> the Francisco head, <laughs> the Franciscan <laughs> head. Yes, exactly. Oh my word! You need to pick up an action card if you no. haven't already. David, David hooked me up with an well, action card. Well, okay, good. then collect your hero of the people, sir. Oh, well, oh my gosh! <laughs> I guess that serves me right for what I'm doing to you, Paul. Yeah, so I get hero of the people, which is minus three points. It is rough stuff. I can't believe that Paul did this to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, Paul, how are you going to come back, though, from having uh, been down both Louis and Mary Antoinette? I'm just going to take the, my councilman, my three points, and continue with the game. Of course you are. David, please tell me you have something that can uh, counteract Paul while Paul tells us. So don't tell me. Just like psychically link with me, telling me that you can get rid of this callous guards while Paul tells us what you don't like about uh, this game. My t- tragic Oh, maker. yeah, you're a tragic maker. Exactly. My tragic maker is that nobody knows about this game. I, that is weird. You know, yeah. It's not a popular game. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Right. Now, the thing I, mean, I actually that, thought when Francisco asked me to do this, I thought, oh, this must be a brand new card game. Right. <laughs> just came out. And right. so I went and looked it up. Like, nope. <laughs> it's no. been around for years. And this, is, this seems kind of silly, but it leads into what I'm about to say. Because not many people know about it, um, you, there's not a lot of people to play with. You know, and there is no single player option for this. So if you're stuck somewhere, there's expansion rules for single player. Yeah, that could be one. Yeah, 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. So my tragic maker is that there is not a a solitaire version of this game. Okay, that's that's actually yeah, I can wholly agree with that. Um, Did you think it would get even more? Like you said, it's playing it for as long as you have. It's starting to give low repetitive. Would get even more so. Yeah, pro- probably, solitary? but I know that the I main guess it depends on the rules. They have. Yeah, and and doing a solitaire version is would be way different because the main focus is to outdo your opponents. Mm-hmm. So to attack them or get their heads or whatever, you know, yeah. the main strategy is focused on other people. So mm-hmm. to have a solo version, that would be kind of mm-hmm. well. This is boring. Just chopping heads. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, don't come to me for uh, an expansion of a solo version. <laughs> okay, I won't. So any luck, David, getting something to get rid of those callous So guards. I can't get rid of the callous guards, but I can give Paul a negative two points with Good. the tough crowd. Oh. Put this card in front of another player. It is worth negative two points to that player, which I um, I just realized that now it looks like I'm just picking on you because I thought you still had the two fives, oh. but I guess we got rid of those. <laughs> I know, this is revenge go. for the last this, game. This is He can choose to end the pain. That's he true. He can get rid of those callous guards, but he's choosing not to. Oh, but uh, you had but to get I the... then I just took the tragic, tragic figure first. for negative one point, so oh. that yeah, maybe but, wasn't the best move. But you only have one gray right now, so yeah. it's only worth right, one, negative minus one. one. Point. Yeah. You were very limited on what you could collect and couldn't collect. Indeed. So. 
So for me, I'm kind of left with uh, this is the only non-line moving card I have, but Rat Break, which is where we all catch bubonic plague and the game is over no uh, <laughs> put an action card of your choice from the discard pile into your hand oh so, so you get to look I'm it's not look random at them. it's no, your choice exactly so how to get rid of callous guards where is that one because that's the one I want if there's there's probably not one of those in here too bad you can't play it this round well you know what I'm I think I'm going to go with public demand so when I do get the chance to move the line, move any noble line to the front of the line. So I have oh, that nice. one again. Hmm. Too bad the master spiral just moved right back. Well, that, yeah. All I right. guess that's true. But could he if they can't rearrange the line? No, he wouldn't be able to. Yeah, so I wonder if you played Callous Guards right away. Would you be able to get the master spy? You would. Oh, that's cool. So that's okay. another way, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I will remove this to the discard pile. He is Yay! removing the callous guards. The Hooray, they did. And I will rearrange the first four nobles oh, in line it. in any way you wish. Uh, uh, this Why the groans? Because <laughs> you're going to get Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette yeah, exactly. We don't want that. And uh, we'll keep the rest as they are. Uh, hmm. Fine. I don't you like it. You should be thanking me. I got rid of your calendar. I mean, oh. yes, that is a plus. My turn? Yes. All right, so I'm playing something called a double feature. It says collect an additional noble from the front of the line Seriously? this turn. Seriously? So I'm taking both the lieutenant for two points and another palace guard. Man, oh, I wanted that palace guard. You are racking up. You are, my goodness. Well, you know what? I don't have much to do um, because no matter what action I play, the Master Spy is just going to go to the end. So I think for now, I will just uh, take the... I won't play an action, but I'll take Captain of the Guard, which is add another noble from the noble deck to the end of the line after you collect this noble. Oh. Hmm. So the This is the arc, way I can collect the spy. The Archbishop... Bishop goes to the end of the line. Oh, well, because the action was played? Are you sure? Wouldn't he now go to the end? Because I just... Oh, no. I guess there wasn't an action. Yeah, I just collected. That's not an action card. Yeah. yeah, the Captain of the Guard is a noble card. I'm so, going to collect it just because nice. I can. Oh, my gosh. Well, before you do, or actually while you do, let me say that I uh, said my Tragic Maker, I didn't realize the, the whole expansion part. I got confused in my notes. So that was my tragic maker. But I do have one more thing I didn't like about this game. And it's not that there isn't um, more actions for each noble. But I wish there was more. Fl there was fluff text on these that told you who some of these people were. Like, I don't, I don't know what. I mean, I'm curious what heroes of the people were martyrs or... Uh, what does a royal cartographer do? Or he's a map maker. I know. Well, I know, but not <laughs> everyone knows that. I Look mean, on the card, it's a picture <laughs> of a guy holding a map. <laughs> There's people like the Scarlet Pippernel, which that card hasn't come up. Right. I don't know who that is. Well, yeah. Why does he in the game? Yeah, yeah. Why is he the in book, the game? The Scarlet Pimpernel. You're not helping me, Paul. Yes, I am. I'm <laughs> educating you. Or if there were martyr, like maybe a named martyr, like Joan of Arc, though I don't, she was in the French Revolution. But I mean, something where you're like, you get more info and there's fluff text to go with it to just learn more about the French Revolution. I Who think that'd be cool. Bad nun. <laughs> yeah. What kind of mom yeah. would name their daughter bad? Or who was, the, who was an actual archbishop during. Um, during the French Revolution. There are like resources where you can look this up. But if I'm playing a game, might as well learn while I'm playing. Yeah, that's what a phone is for. Anyway, that was something else I didn't like. But, okay, go ahead, David. Or was it Paul's uh, turn? Paul's turn. Okay. Um, I collected my my head mm -hmm. and oh. my my action card. So, so you're done. it is now your turn. Okay. Man, Paul has swung up nine points just in the past, like, hand. So my action card I'm going to play is military support. So uh -huh. I get an extra point, a plus one oh, for every red nice. card in my score pile. And I'm like taking it, but my nice. four-point archbishop. And that's the, and end, that's the end of, of day, day two. two. All right. So because we're running late, uh, we're going to go ahead and end at day two. 
it was a premature revolution, but that's okay. Oh, this was a lot of fun doing it this way, I think. Um, I hope you guys had fun. Uh, let's go ahead and tabulate our points and see who won. I'm sure it's me, right? It's got to be me because I'm the host. Why wouldn't I have won? I don't know, Francisco. Why wouldn't you have won? Because <laughs> my hero of the people minus three. That's why. Man, yes. Okay, so I'm guessing you guys are... You may not believe this, but I have I have six points. Oh, boy. Doesn't that How blow you away? It does. <laughs> <laughs> My score got like down to not down thirty percent, but like seventy percent. Wow! And I still came up to fifteen points. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, well, good for you. So if I did my math right, I've got 25 oh, points over here. Nice. My word. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I didn't, I didn't realize I was that far out there. Jeez. That was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for playing, David. Um, so now that we've played this game, uh, we did play a full game before, like I said. So it's not like this is our only experience. We, we've played a full game, and this is just two-thirds of a game. Now that we've done that, let's go to our final rating. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. All right, guys. So, guillotine. How do we rate it? Do we rate it a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and play it, and maybe even you could, we could add the caveat: go buy this game on whether it's like um, where are the uh, game stores. You can get it on Amazon. I Amazon. Know that. What's the other popular uh, game store? Uh, Cool stuff. Cool stuff. And I was about to say, like Toys R Us. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, we're recording in August. Uh, August. Well, October 2017. And Toys R Us is out of business now? Is that declared bankruptcy? It's uh, still going on. But okay. It's in the process of de- declaring bankruptcy. Anyway, so classic. Would you recommend anyone go out, maybe buy this, but definitely play it? A Whether or not you've played it before. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend people who have played it uh, before, maybe as kids or young adults. They'd probably find some nostalgia in playing it again, but new new people of the game may not enjoy it. Or tragic, it's not worth your time today. There's so many other games that are way better than this. Uh, play one of those. So we'd like to start with our guest, David. How do you rate Guillotine? I am going to rate it as a classic. Really? Yeah, it's a combination of just being easy to learn and the variety that Mm -hmm. we talked about or that I've perceived with only two games in. Well, sure. um, One of the big ones is the just being easy to learn. So Mm -hmm. um, my wife and I are usually looking for... We like to have games that that you can just bring out like at a party or hanging out with friends that it really doesn't take much to learn in this one. I mean, we talked just for a couple minutes about a few simple rules and then the cards just tell you what to do. And so it's mm-hmm. really easy to pick up and have fun with. Yeah, yeah. That's something we didn't really comment on. At least I don't think so that I think it's, it's amazing when you have like a basic rules, like you said, they're easy to learn. And then they like pack on more rules that if you had to like sit and just read a big rule book, like if you had all the little blurbs on these cards in a rule book and had to read mm-hmm. through all that, that'd be so like that right. make if it you pick so much. Up a palace guard, make sure that you count the points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That makes that would be so hard to learn a game that way. But this way, you do it a little bit by little bit. Yep. I think it's perfect. It, it makes almost it a lot more makes manageable. up for the cardboard guillotine. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, classic from David. Paul, how'd you rate Guillotine? Classic. What? Yes. I can't believe I it. I know, It's right? not butter. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's chopped butter. Oh, my god. Sliced Guillotine style. No, oh, I think nice it's a fun game. It, I That's enjoyed cheese. it. Why am I saying that? <laughs> I enjoyed it um, when I was younger, and I enjoy it now. Mm-hmm. And I'd recommend it. If you haven't uh, played it, grab some friends and, and try it out. Nice. Uh, for me, yeah, it's you probably could tell from how the game went but even though i lost yeah actually it's tragic because i hate losing so much no this is a classic for me uh it's even after losing that says a lot yeah it's a fun style i mean even when before we just paul and i decided to do guillotine for the podcast um i asked him please bring up guillotine with you so that we could just play it for fun uh, because I remember liking it so much, and I haven't played it since for at least, what did we say, 10 years? Yeah. yeah. Jeez. So uh, definitely a classic for me. Uh, if, if you're not 
if your library has board games like ours does up mm-hmm. here, uh, see if they might have it or uh, buy it if you want. I, do you know how much this is, Paul? It's I like think I fifteen. Yeah, yeah I think most. I saw it for even even less than that. Yeah, I'll, I think I it's a less. Quick search online, okay. ten or twelve I, bucks. Yeah. I'd say it's so worth that, mm-hmm. um, even with the cardboard guillotine. Yeah, just yes, for the artwork even, alone, even with the cardboard guillotine. <laughs> All right. Well, with that. For our first uh, board slash card game uh, review on the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Guillotine a unanimous classic game. We'd recommend you go out and get this and play it. All right, with that, let's move on to our feedback and announcements. Concerts online. Receiving incoming transmission. Here we have a little bit of feedback and also announcements. Uh, first off, we want to announce that the, like we've mentioned several times, if you're a new listener, we are listener directed as to what movies you want us to cover. And if you want to play a part in deciding that, go to retrorewindpodcast.com/vote, and there you can vote up and down the movies we cover. And every time we get through five movies, we pick a new block of five movies, and we have done so now. So your next five movies after our patron pick, which we don't know what that will be yet. We'll, you'll find out when you listen to the next episode, I guess. Or check out our Facebook page. Yeah, our Facebook or our Twitter will probably post them there as well. Instagram. Or, and Instagram, too, at Retro Rewind Pod. Anyway... Your next five movies after that, so this will be starting in episode 132, will be Tarzan, Disney's Tarzan, the animated mm-hmm. version, uh, The Muppet Christmas Carol, oh. uh, The Santa Claus. Oh, two Christmas movies. Two Christmas movies. Ever After, not really Christmas at all. No. And Disney's animated Hercules. Oh, wow. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you to everyone that voted up and down those ones uh, and helping us decide what we're going to do. Let's see. Now, as always, also want to mention, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store to get our merchandise. And uh, now for feedback, we have uh, we got a tweet from Brett Brett Dodd, and he says, uh, please consider adding the following movie to the list. Mm. Spider-Man from 2002. Oh, excellent. So I'll be. Uh, I think we're both fine with doing that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll add that to the list next time we add five more movies to the list because we just took we just added five to the list since we uh, took off these five that we now have. Uh, so go check out those five new movies and vote them up and down as well. But if if you want to leave us feedback uh, on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are in the comments section on this show notes page. Again, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 130. Or go to uh, be a part of our Facebook group. That's uh, More and more people are joining that each day, and we like to post retro things mainly, but also you get we get asked you what you remember about these movies and or games that we cover. Uh, so we have just about reached our last nap point and the end of the episode. If you are new to the show, thank you for listening this far. I, I imagine it was entertained, and you may be coming to this because it's a board game and like, oh, guillotine? Oh, yeah, I remember playing that. So thank you for listening throughout this whole episode. And uh, if we did entertain you, why not subscribe to the show? We don't usually cover board slash card games. But we cover movies. You like movies, right? And uh, video games as well. <laughs> we did entertain you, so you know, subscribe for that. The you entertainment can, value. Exactly. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or any podcatcher really you like. But if you have been loving the show for a while, please consider becoming one of our patrons. Oh, you can do that by going to retrorewindpodcast.com slash support. And for uh, financially supporting us for just... A dollar an episode, which comes to about $2 a month, you will get even more content. While Paul was up here, we recorded a commentary track for The Goonies. Mm. We record uh, a watch through of DuckTales, the first five episodes of the 80s version of DuckTales. And uh, we also have um, some movie anthology discussions. We have uh, other contemporary movie reviews. So lots of fun things. 
there if you are a patron and you get access to all of that. It's not just anything new. Whenever you start, you get access to all of it. So they have access to all three commentaries we've done? They do. Wow. They do indeed. Well, with that, we have now... So thank you to our all our current patrons once again for your support. It makes a huge difference. And consider being a patron. Uh, with that, we have now reached our nav point omega. Paul, do you have any until our next mission? No. No? All right. Well, but once we hear from Deb, I guess we'll know. Sure. But if you want to share your memories about um, anything that's retro-related... <laughs> Or you can talk to us basically uh, by contacting us at RetroWind. Sorry, Retro Rewind. You have to wind again. Oh, wow. So it's at Retro Rewind Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Also check out our videos of game streams and pod trailers on YouTube.com slash Retro Rewind Podcast. And if you want to find me, uh, Paul J. Powers, you can go to PaulJPowers.com where I have all my social media links. Thank you, Paul. You're a good friend. Well, thank you. The great co-host. Sometimes. You do, you play a pretty good game of guillotine. Well, <laughs> when there's new people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's so awesome having you be a part of this. And so glad you got to be up here. Yes, for, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really, really awesome to get to experience, like, the Portland Retro Gaming Expo with you and all this other stuff we got to do. So uh, thank you, as always. Sure, totally fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, David. It is so fun having you here to play this game with us and do the podcast. Uh, yeah, it was great. So thank you so much. Uh, can you tell people where they can find you online? Uh, well, thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Totally. Um, I try to make it difficult to find me online. So okay. you you won't do find me on Facebook like, or uh, other uh, social password media. Password or you said difficult. So like, what do we need to do? Is there is well, there? He's not going to tell you. That would make it easier. <laughs> well, no, but is there like? Uh, Clues hidden around the country on the backs of maybe, or are they hidden in France on the backs of like the Mona Lisa or something like that? Potentially. If you can track it down, go for it. Okay. (laughs) Um, They could, people could contact me through you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So So go to retroreviewingpodcast.com slash contact and let us know, Hey, I want to hear more of that David guy or whatever you have to say. Um, (laughs) Is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, Not right now. Okay. clues in a different area of the world to find things you want to promote <laughs> none that i care to share okay yeah. good call well, well thank you again david it's awesome having you and um hopefully you'll come back another time thanks for having me it yeah. was a lot of fun awesome all right and you can find me francisco on twitter i'm at fxruizx and i want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer check out my portfolio at fxrdesign.com Thank you so much for listening, and we pray that wherever you are at, whatever you're doing, you are in a more joyful mood than you were before you listened to us. Uh (laughs) And don't forget that you can find us on the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com and catch us on the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Viva la France! <laughs>